Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim, based on the Shiorim of Rav Usher Zelig Rubenstein, Zafir Tzadik Levracha. Wings of Faith, Essay 5, Can You Rely on Wealth? Shah Habitachim Introduction. Don't be so diligent to become rich, because Hashem could take it all away from you in a moment. It could be gone one morning. The Rav of Halachal Moshe, Rabbi Moshe Ram, has a friend in Mexico. His friend went to sleep one night as a billionaire, and he woke up the next morning penniless. He read the morning paper and exclaimed, I'm ruined. The government changed the currency, rendering his fortune worthless. What a tragic and chilling event that gets one thinking about all that we are secure about. One woman spent her entire career saving for retirement, investing millions of dollars, her entire life savings. She did not follow any financial news, but simply relied on her broker, who helped her with valuable investment advice over the years. After she retired, she called him to check in and ask for advice about booking her yearly exotic vacation. She told him that she had two ideas. One was to visit the Fiji Islands in a private area for 50 grand, and the other option was to go to the Bahamas, which would be only 20 grand. Which would you recommend, she asked. He replied, Madam, you can't afford either of those. She was in utter shock. What do you mean? You have no money. You can't even go to a broken down hotel in Florida where the poor people take a vacation. As a matter of fact, you can't even continue to live in your Park Avenue apartment. You have not a penny to your name. Bernie Madoff stole every penny of yours. The next week, she hired herself out as a maid so that she could support herself. The lesson is that one never knows what will be with his or her money. Sometimes people don't lose their money, but statistically, in the long run, many millionaires do lose much of it and certainly go through hard times. Without Bitochon, one is lost. There are cases in which people have money but cannot use it for their own personal use. Rabusher. The richest man in the world before Bill Gates was Howard Hughes, 1905 through 1976. He lived a grandiose life, and then something got into his mind, and he became afraid of germs in a most obsessive manner. He spent most of his life earning money as a workaholic, and when he stopped working to enjoy what he had, he was so disturbed and scared of germs that he couldn't enjoy any of it. The other richest man in the world was the last Shah of Iran, Mohammad Reza Shah Pahlavi, 1919 through 1980. He granted an old political enemy named Ayatollah Khomeini, 1902 through 1989, Yamach permission to return from France back to Iran, only to be ousted from the government by this man himself. He resigned and tried to find refuge with his wealth in many countries, only to be repeatedly turned down by all of them for a long-term move. He died at 60 after a terrible illness, two failed assassination attempts in 1949 and 1965, and being denied refuge by Egypt, Morocco, the Bahamas, Mexico, and the USA. His money did nothing for him. My point here is not to curse all rich people or to claim that all people with money will be brought down. It is just to hammer home the perspective that firstly, Hashem lowers those who become haughty. And secondly, trusting in one's riches is a foolish thing because money can come and go in a moment. Anyone who thinks that they are secure in their money is not living in reality and is ignoring the present and past history of people who lost it all in the blink of an eye. We are taught the reality that there are many who have had wealth, but Hashem does not let them have any benefit from it. One of the richest billionaire Jews in the world was named Jacob Safra, 1932 through 1999. He died at age 67. He was a good person and did great things for his fellow Jews. He built an elaborate home that was protected by intricate wiring and security. His death was tragic and the source of much media attention because of how bizarre it was. His security wiring caught on fire, and he became locked in the restroom that he was using. He died of asphyxia in his own bathroom. He banged on the door, and apparently no one heard him. His nurse, Ted Maher, was tried and imprisoned for eight years on account of arson. Money does not guarantee happiness, 
life, or continuity. Hashem pulls the strings and may give some people billions, but he is only the sitter for that money to allot it to the proper places where it belongs. Hashem says, you're welcome to work hard and think that you are earning the money and that it's all for you, but I have recipients for the money. It is sad to think about how many workaholics simply earn money but never got to enjoy it. Chobos Avavos tells us that it is even a worse situation. There are people who run obsessively after money and their wealth causes their very own downfall. One of the most sickening stories that I've ever heard took place in London on Erev Pesach a number of years ago. There was a Jew who received a large sum of monetary reparations from Germany and it arrived at his account on Erev Pesach. He had always wanted to gamble. He found a place to do it and now he had the opportunity due to his securing never-before-available cash. He fought off the urge throughout the day until he was so overcome that in the middle of the Pesach Seder, after they had had the second coast, he took off his kittel and ran away to go gamble. He lost all of his money. The family was furious, his wife divorced him, and he ended up committing suicide over it. What a tragedy. Had he not had the money, he would still be alive, married, with a family, and going to shul like a regular balabias. Money destroyed this man. Question. As we asked above, why do we seem to find people who have money and don't lose it? Answer. As I explained earlier, sometimes this is part of the test itself. But wait a while and watch what happens. Many people have money and become haughty. But the Rebunner Shalom teaches them a lesson. One's own skill, wealth, strength, or wisdom, when solely relied upon, will be tripped up somewhere along the line. Chobos Avavos explains that it is a great blessing when Hashem makes a person lose his wealth, because this brings him forgiveness and ensures that he will not consume all of his merits in this world. Woe to the one who dies rich at the cost of living a life removed from Hashem. Question. Based on what we are saying, is one not required to put in effort while at work? Answer. Of course you must put in your effort. If you are doing work, you cannot be a slouch. Yaakov Avinu was a shepherd. He showed us that you must work hard according to what the job demands. You must be dependable, reliable, honest, and diligent, not sloppy and unprofessional. Shulchan Aruch dictates that you must be honest at work and cannot be deceitful. Our point here is that while you are working hard, maintain the correct perspective that Hashem is the one who provides you and your sustenance. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara B'Tachon, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring B'Tachon to life, based on the Shurim of Rabbi Usher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveeras.com.